Oh, it is the week of February 25th, 2019. This is episode 56 of the Dry Spell Cast. My name is Matt. I'm joined with Austin. Hello. Uh, here we are, yet again, another exciting week. I am, In my apartment. Yes, I am balls tired, so I'm going to do my very best to make it through this alive. We lost him already. It's done. <laughs> All right, and thanks for listening to our podcast. That was it. Here we go. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's just been one hell of a week uh, in all aspects of, of the word. How are you doing? How has your week been? It's been okay. I mean, uh, I'm still like the only one in the office doing stuff. Oh, yeah. My, the, Which is kind of nice. Like, it is kind of nice. And then at times it's like, I don't know, because like the main the main attorney, she's in and out because she's you know got hearings and stuff to do like today, right today like she had a work yeah today she had to be in mountain home at 11 and then be in pay at by three all right so i'm like that's so she didn't come in today and then yeah so it's like i've kind of been alone for the last three weeks in the office more or less and which is fine but like i i, I don't have things to do keep me busy which is like, also fine which is also fine but then i'm just sit there on my phone and i feel like i'm like i'm getting like i'm paid and I'm not doing anything, and I kind of feel like somewhat guilty, but it's kind of they should have like prep, prepped a little better because a babies don't just like appear. It's a it they it's a pretty obvious babies are coming. So like they could have prepped me better to take over the person's job who yeah. had, had the baby a little yeah, that, well, a little more so. I've yeah. been trying, like I kind of just got thrown into it because it was like you know I show up to work on the Friday, I think it's the eighth, and it's just like. Oh, she went to labor last night. We're on our own. And awesome. I was like, cool. Okay. Um, which I think I did okay. I did everything. I think I didn't screw up anything, so that's good. But I today... Mean, oh, okay. sorry. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, as long as you're doing the job. Yeah. Like, as long as I'm doing the job, everything's getting done. But today I found out. So the paralegal, she gets all the emails for from the main attorney. I wasn't getting those until she left, so I got put on her email as well. So I've been getting all of her emails. Yeah. So, all things that get filed that I need to like, you know, file them, write letters right, to totally. people and stuff. Um, I've been on top, trying to be on top of it best I can because I don't want to miss them because it's kind of important, you know, you know, send out kind of, you know, hearing date, court dates, stuff like that. Pretty pertinent information. Uh, turns out when I I found this out today because the the paralegal she's now working from home, so she's like just remoting in on uh-huh. doing stuff, which helps. Uh, found out I was not getting. I didn't have a folder that the main attorney has where all the filings go into. So I wasn't getting like a lot of the filings for the last three weeks oh, from no. like stuff that I need to send to people, which is not my fault. Right. Totally. I didn't know that folder existed. I didn't know. Um, so yeah, the, the paralegal was messaging me today. She's like, do you not have this folder? I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking That's about right good. now. And she's like, do you, so you haven't sent this and this and this and send me like, like 20 documents of like things I need to mail out from, the seventh of this month till uh, it was like, I think last Friday, the most recent, the 22nd. I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. so like I, today I was like scrambling on my own, like getting, like trying to get all this stuff out. Of course the mail shows up at 10 o'clock when they normally show up at three of classic. Course. Um, so they're not going to go out till tomorrow, but it's like, Oh my gosh. Like I thought I was on top of things. Not my fault. I don't, I'm not going to be like, Oh, I, I, I fucked up kind of thing. It's like, well, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, things like that happen. Uh, transitioning from like one person to another is like never easy. Like, 
there's always stuff that's going to be missed. Mm-hmm. Like it just happens. Well, because yeah, they have a routine and like they, they do things, and I mean, and everybody does their own thing, kind of you know differently. I guess. Differently, yeah, right? just their yeah, approach like, on life. Yeah. So it's I the know beauty, the beauty of humanity. I, yeah, <laughs> yes. the different approach. Yes, that's the take. beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I definitely, the last time I left my office job, uh, there was, there was a time after where the person who took over after me, like actually like verbally, like came after me, like angry because he missed all of these things, uh, that I was like, I, before I left, I was like, make sure you guys wrote me in on all this because I've got information for you. And they just, and I wrote it down and I had all this stuff. Yeah, and then they just like cut the ties as mm-hmm. quick as they could, uh, and then he got like super pissed because all of this stuff didn't get communicated to him, and I was just like, I don't know how to help you. Like, I made sure mm-hmm. that you guys knew that I had this stuff and I needed to be there, yeah. uh, and it was obviously not in your guys' best interest to keep me around. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, but that, they they could have done a better job because the main the main attorney, she's like, because. Everything gets filed electronically now with the courts. Of course. Um, but that's a new thing. They said like this really like got it implemented last year. Which I was like, I'm like, you know, we've been using computers and stuff for how long? <laughs> and the court system is finally using e filing. Um, cause because even the main attorney's like, I have no idea how to do this. And she's like, and she even says, like, my colleagues don't still don't know how to do this. Like, it's all the paralegals and assistants that know how to do this stuff because right. That's because we're like, she's like, I'm used to just taking pleadings, going to the courthouse and the clerk stamps them and then that's filed. Then they copy it and then I, I walk out, which almost would be easier. Yeah. Because it's like, but I mean, then you still have to go, which I know, is always true. a bummer. I know, but she, I mean, she's always pretty much there. So it's not like it's a huge deal. I mean, it would suck if you have to like go to like, you know, pay at I guess you, that's what fax machines are for. Fax machines. We still use fax machines. Oh, no. Our, printers, I, our printer takes faxes all the time. Actually, I think it's broken, and I just kind of haven't told anyone. <laughs> that, well, you should tell somebody. No, I did. I, I was just like, I was kind of like, hey, I don't think we're getting any faxes. And she's like, eh, they email them to us anyways. So, yeah, I mean, uh, this, the paint store I used to work at uses a fax machine. No, it's like, it's like, you don't realize that like fax machines are still like a viable thing in business. No, they're not. But it's, it's, I guess not. But they're not a viable thing. But people, uh, we they, just, they're like, still used. Yeah, we still hold on to them for some reason. God, I hate it. it scares me. Like when I walk by the printer, all of a sudden, you're, I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is this sound? It's like the dial-up tone that yep, I heard uh-huh. since 1999. I'm like, what am I listening to? <laughs> yes. Uh, office work. It's office work sucks. I hate. It's it's okay. I, I mean, it's nice having like an actual structured job that's not hard. Um, yeah. but you know, I sit there at my my desk and I'm like, man, I really wish Twitch streaming would take off, <laughs> so I cannot <laughs> be here right now. Right. Um, but then you would have to Twitch stream for like eight, eight hours, hours a day. day. I which almost would kill the enjoyment of gaming. Yes, I. I actually could not be a full-time streamer. Like, I just, there is absolutely nothing that sounds fun about that to me. Yeah, because they sit there and play Fortnite for eight hours in a day. Yeah, and like, you miss like one day and you lose like a tenth of your like subscribers. And like, it's insane. It's crazy. Um, For YouTube, there you go. Yeah, and YouTube is so much better. So there was a a big thing uh, going around on Reddit uh this past couple weeks basically this guy posted a video on youtube 
that was like, uh, here's how you find like child abuse and like, uh, child exploitation on YouTube. And so he created, so he goes in, he like logs into like a VPN on like from like Canada, creates a brand new account, types in one search term, presses on one video and automatically all of your, uh, the algorithm immediately populated like all Mm -hmm. of these videos and stuff. And like, then like there's like creepy people who like tag like certain parts of the video like of like children in like bad positions and he's like, this is fucking gross. This is- Do you see this? This is on YouTube. So YouTube, the people who are pulling advertisements from people who like show graphic violent video games, uh, allow this. Uh, and basically has started like a campaign against I've, YouTube. I've seen like the, the campaign kind of going on. I yeah. haven't really read into it. I just kind of like how YouTube's like a hub for child like yeah, yeah like, like exploitation like, and like in like in like the suicide thing is huge right now for some weird reason what i don't know like there's like like a child suicide there was like an instructional what? yeah there was like an instructional suicide video made with like the pepe the pig character so like kids were watching oh it. i think i've heard of this and it was like on youtube kids because yeah. it passed because it somehow passed the uh because it's pepe the pig pepe the pig but it like it's like pepe the pig killing because people himself. don't right because people can't like if they were to like hire people to sit down, like people would have to like watch. Yeah, like, there's like four thousand videos like every minute uploaded to YouTube, or some insane fact like I, that. Honestly, I bet it would be more to be uh, honest. probably, uh, and so it'd be impossible to monitor all those things. But yeah, like that's like I don't know, that's super gross. But like YouTube has a checkered history of like dealing with things like this in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't just miss the like old YouTube. I miss the old YouTube where it was like you taking pictures or like videos at the zoo. Yeah, the very first YouTube video <laughs> is that video of the people at the zoo, and they're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, and you then know, like it's the creator of YouTube, right? Was it? Okay, yeah. oh, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, like you, I think back of like old YouTube, like Evolution of Dance, and like these famous videos. Yeah, and, like, and I'm but, sure you YouTube know, was bad back then too. I'm sure, but, but like, I just no, didn't know it. Badger, the badger, badger, badger. Yeah. Badger, and badger. I, actually that's one thing. Like I don't like watch any like really good meme videos anymore. They're all stupid now. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you opened my eyes to the bongo cat. Bongo cat's amazing. And that was good. But like every now and then like a good meme comes along or something, but like, I don't think like the old like animations, like, like badger or, Basically, anything that ended up on albino black sheep, like none of that stuff exists anymore. People don't do that. Like, mm-hmm. it's all about like streaming and YouTube's and let's plays and like, oh, or just like, just I'm Jake Paul, man. Oh, there's a dead body right there. <laughs> <laughs> let's take a picture with it. Yeah. I mean, that's the shit we get on YouTube now. Yeah. I mean, so I've heard that. I mean, you- that's the problem when you let the just the population control something. I guess. I mean, like, I mean, I heard the the thing now is like Elon Musk hosted meme review, and I don't entirely know what that sentence means. What's Other, meme review? Like, yeah, do you I don't just know. like does he sit there and just review memes? I think so. There was also something about like a, a dead deer in like a swimming pool, and he laughed at it, and now Peta's mad at him. But everybody's mad at Peta for Steve Irwin attacking they, Steve Irwin they, on they his birthday. Steve Irwin, yeah. Oh my God. The memes on that have been real good because. Ne- Everyone, everyone's mad. It's gone at Peta. Like, is mad at Peta. I mean, everyone. 
You don't diss Steve Irwin. No. That's like going in and saying Bob Ross's paintings are racist. Because they're probably not. It's the birds. It's, <laughs> the birds are racist. But they have little friends, so it's okay. No, bir- no birds alone. That, that was the happy mistake they're part the happy, of it. Was the, the happy racism. <laughs> but like, if, I mean, you know what I mean? Like if someone goes out and attacks Bob Ross for like, yeah, no, you know, really. oh, his, uh, his paints were animal-based paints. Some ridiculous claim that PETA does, you know, the stuff they do. Like that one, oh my gosh, that Jesse just shared the other day. But what if PETA did this? Oh, yes. But what if I told you that's, PETA has already done all these things. What? <laughs> How are you going to this video? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, like doing like uh, killing like 250,000 animals oh, last year is, and cr- something uns- crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, PETA sucks. I'm throwing out there. I think I can I think I can agree with that. PETA sucks. I'm just going to go. Yeah, I mean, you can be vegetarian. You can be vegan. I don't oh, care. Oh, yeah, no, totally. I like, don't care. You can also like think like hunting is bad and stuff. Like I guess I respect that. Like, but it's just like when like, you when you when you've hit PETA level, it's just like it's a little too much. Yeah. Well, it's like, like the you know the Lord of the Rings thing. You know, never thought I'd fight beside a dwarf. How or die beside a dwarf? How about you die beside a friend? I right. Can, I can do that. And then it shows like you know I never thought I'd die beside a vegan. And then it shows like the vegan. How about we die beside a friend? And then it shows PETA rushing them as like all the thing. <laughs> it's good. That's, that's a good um, meme because like. One thing PETA did do is bring everyone together. Yeah, sure. Against one enemy. <laughs> yeah, themselves. I guess I guess I can appreciate that <laughs> in its own way. There's, you gotta get, you gotta take the glimpses of the gold in there. People oh. can still get along for one common thing, even if it's something Ugh. as simple as just hating PETA for dissing Steve Irwin on his birthday. Yeah. R.I.P. I mean, who's worse, Peter or ISIS? I mean, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> About that. Um, yeah, so uh, that's actually a really loaded question, to be honest. <laughs> I would actually probably go with ISIS, but... <laughs> ISIS actually loves animals, but in a different way. And we're going to leave it at that, and we'll move on to video uh, games. <laughs> let's talk about some video games. Uh, so I think the big thing is Anthem. Yes, we played Anthem. So, yes. if you have been on the internet lately, you have probably read that Anthem's terrible. It's a garbage game. I, I, I have actually seen some good press behind Anthem. So, the, the, the things I'm getting, which kinda, I kind of do agree with, is when it comes down to the gameplay of Anthem, it is super fun. I, I mean, I think all of us really actually enjoyed playing the game. Sure, yeah. Except you even said you enjoyed it. I yeah, mean, no, like I, I'm com- not here the to combat's talk shit fun. about Anthem. The combat's fun. The flying is fantastic. I love that feature. Because what you picked the ranger, right? Like the, the uh, all-around kind of guy. Yes, the more uh-huh. Iron Man type. Yes. Um, yeah. Which that's who you start playing with in the game. I think it's pretty solid. Um, Javelin, I went to the storm. In, yeah. Which is like the... I don't know. I'm having actually... I mean, I put six hours into the game haven't played a ton I've, yeah i mean I just played the pretty much this last weekend and i really enjoyed it yeah to be honest like game looks great totally it plays i honestly honestly my rig i obviously it's gonna play pretty well but yeah. i think everyone else is well, having a pretty so, good experience well, and i'll tell you right now it is a resource hog yeah. oh my well, god on the loading screen when you went your well CPU. and not even not even that like i went back and like kind of messed with some of the settings and kind of pushed them up and stuff mm-hmm um and it it eats my computer uh and i mean i'm running like i've got a four uh gigahertz uh processor 
Um, although it's really not that great, it's still like it's an eight core like thing. And then like I've got a 1070. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not great, but also still pretty good. Um, and 16 gigs of RAM, and it is pushing it to the limit. It's the first game that I've played that I was like, all right, uh, I guess if this is where we're headed, it's time, time to, to really start yeah. talking about upgrading. I mean, that's, I think that's why I really bit the bullet on this, my build. It's just like, I'm going to build something that'll last me at least the next five to seven years, probably. Because, I mean, when did the 1070s release? Uh, that whole series was what three, four years ago, something like that. Yeah, maybe I, a little bit longer. Mm-hmm, I think because it's a little I, longer. Because you you bought yours right when the 1080 Ti came out. Yeah, I mean, so I got mine. Let's see, I can do this math. Um, I would have still been in college. I want to say it was like 2014, 15. I would say it was probably 2014. So been five years since you've had yours. Maybe 15. Yeah. So four or five years, and is it did it? It obviously probably came out that I mean, yeah, a little before then. So yeah, I mean yeah, five five six years probably. Yeah, and which is a a good amount of time. For... Yeah, and, I, and when you built that at the time, it was a kick ass computer. Still yeah. is, still is. I'm not saying it wrong, but like at the time, it was like you're like it, it, you were up pro- there. It went really well. Yeah, like like I I don't do like uh, like 160 frames per second. Or anything like that, but like I like I can manage, you know, a solid sixty, ten eighty p, or even yeah, fourteen forty maybe. Eh, doesn't matter. Bring my but anyway, I don't have a monitor to even bring me out there, so yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But yeah, so I mean, it, it, this is the first game that I like kind of realize I'm like, all right, I'm getting to that point where I really have to start thinking about like, am I just gonna upgrade parts? Am I gonna kind of rebuild? Um, and I don't, I, I'm actually kind of leaning towards the full rebuild. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you could probably sell that for still a pretty, well, and I don't, I don't even know about that. I guess I could probably find somebody to, to sell it to. I bet you could find someone pretty easily, especially being around the school. Yeah. You probably just posted it somewhere and be, you know, 400 bucks, 500, yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't even thought about that, but yeah, I mean, and then, you know, help alleviate the cost of, your, of a new computer. Yeah, totally. No, I mean, I like that idea, but... Uh, That that, that was my mindset. It's like, I was originally going to just upgrade what I had, and then I just decided, no, I'm just going to do a complete new build, buy everything brand new, and then sell my current computer and just kind of help alleviate the cost, which has been sold. I need to put the power supply back in there, and then I'll give it to Jesse actually this Friday. So, Um, But yeah, Anthem. Yeah, back to Anthem. So yeah, I... So I, I was, uh, so we played Anthem for a while together. We played um, for a few hours, actually. I think I the played- two of us, Jason and our friend Jesse, all hopped in a party. Um, I came in probably last, and in fact, I know I came in last, um, but caught up pretty quickly. So there's a couple of things that I find really strange about the game. So the lack of like. A, like straight storytelling well, the, i'm finding really strange in this, this game this was the thing because this has been a complaint i saw and i know because you like you we were struggling with it one people have missions and so matt was since he was farther behind he became the squad leader so we would go off his uh right mission list the problem is even though he like i was started, my party it still shows everyone else's missions on the map right and so, so you clicked a mission i think that was like 
three or four ahead. Of well, me. no, it was literally the next one. Oh, was it? So we did. So we did the starting mission right off the back for me. Yeah. Um, and then the the net. So you go into the 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 castle or whatever it is, mm-hmm. the fort, I guess. Fort Tarsus. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and you talk to one dude. Uh, and then you get the mission that we played. So I hadn't talked to him yet. So, but what's we, funny is the next mission that Jesse, Jason, and I did was yeah. not the one we did with you. Well, and, so we did two missions like that. Yeah, that were out of order for mm-hmm. me. Uh, because after you guys got off, I kind of went in by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then immediately picked up that mission. Okay, and instead of it being like, "Oh, you finished this," you had to redo it. I had to redo that mission. Yeah, because it kept giving you notifications like. I guess that makes sense now is you didn't have the mission because it's like you're now playing right. a story out of order because yep. you just didn't have it. And I think if you talked to the guy, it wouldn't have given you that notification. Totally. Because Jesse, Jason, and myself weren't getting that notification. You're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Uh, and Well, unfortunately, it doesn't show you uh, which those are yeah. because like... And, and every it, it, time you click a new mission or something, it unreadies everybody in your party. And yeah, it's just and then every time you mess the with the setting, like change the difficulty to hard, it unreadies everyone. And which is annoying for a game that are like this game's best experience with multiplayer, with with friends, with people. Totally. I mean, it's like you can turn off matchmaking for a mission for missions, but um they're like it's default set to matchmake with any random people if you're playing by yourself. Um it's not done well enough, to be honest. Like I've kind of like Rocket League has a better party system, yeah. Than this game does. Well, Rocket League's a little bit easier but, of a party system, but, but you know but, what I mean. Like everyone gets in, one person controls it, and then the which other, is pretty the, standard. The other, like, the other three people don't have to do a thing. But also, I feel like that is, that is becoming the norm. Like readying up your party. I just, like, see, I think what would make this game better is abandon the always online thing and like you know i get like having like the patrol or i guess that's the destiny term but like the explorations where you just go out yeah and there's just random people in the world that's okay just for that section i think when it comes down to the missions structure it like a borderlands where the missions its own thing with just your group of friends and the combat and difficulty scales with how many people are in your group and loot increases uh, percentage of dropping better stuff when you have more people in your group. I think that, that's what's sad. I mean, this is it's a game that we, we got to look back to 2010 to be like, yeah, this game did it right. Why are in 2019 are these are looter yeah. shooters that we've been playing Schluters. for the last shooters? Yes, um, that we've been playing for the past few years. Why haven't they figured it out as well as games that did 10 years ago? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess. And my conclusion, it's it's this online, always online thing. It is this thing online thing. That for, some, for a game even like Anthem, where there's no PvP, why does there always need to be online? Because like when you go to Fort Tarsus, you're by yourself. You don't. There's no one running around yeah, until you go to that, un, I don't even know what it's called, and that was like a tacked on thing at the end. Because I know the last beta didn't have something like that, and people kind of complained, so they kind of just threw like a social hub in there, which is kind of, it's halfway pointless. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I don't really understand the necess- like why this game needs to be like, online. I think in Anthem that, would have been better if it was just a co-op game versus an always online game. Yeah, and, because but I don't think it would have changed much at all unless you, know, you can actually like 
So I get like throwing it into a matchmaking system and being like, oh, like I'm going to pick like these three people that I'm going to go on this mission mm-hmm. with. Um, I guess I understand that. But there's like there's a like a line between always online and that. Yeah. See, and and Borderlands had that where you could go into a mission and have random people join you if you so chose. Like you would go in and be like recommended player for for you with these with this person. Do you want them to join you? And you could say yes or no and, and invite them. Whereas this game is like, oh, there's people, and then you get into a game, and they're already like halfway down through the mission. Yeah, and that's... then you then you tell the teleport to the mission, and you're like, well, this is dumb. So it, yeah. it'd be a game if I'm playing by myself, I would only play by myself. Yeah, I wouldn't match me. So I haven't done any of it by only myself. I haven't either, but I've done it with strangers, mm-hmm. uh, and I will say it's not fun. No, um, well, like n- when we were playing together, like as a group of friends, like I guess I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I like, like, I don't know everything about it just seems, you know, pretty good. Uh, the visuals, the shooting, the visuals the flying, are flying. Yeah. It's all that stuff I thought was really good. Um, but the second I tried to do that with, with random, yeah. like it just, it did not click with me the same way. Yeah. I think my experience with randoms was. It, I was still playing with Jason and then we had two other random people and that was a little better because at least Jason and I could communicate and I don't know. It, it was okay, but I wouldn't want to play with three random people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the voice no one's... chat situation is, Yeah, but I'm so far past ever wanting to be in voice chat with random people. Yeah. I, I, I don't want cancer. So, um, yeah. But like, I don't know if there's even a push to chat button or anything. like that. I have no idea. I like, I haven't explored it. I haven't either because you were playing on controller because I could care less, and you had no idea what the buttons were. Yes, because I I mean, some no, it it tells you. It does. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you plug in your controller and it like pops those up instead of mouse. I think it's a game I kind of actually want to play on controller. I uh, yeah, I don't see any reason why I want to because I'm playing on on the keyboard and the, the mouse and keyboard, and I feel like there's so many like buttons and. Like, if I have it just in the controller, I feel like it'd just be easier. I mean, I like the feel of controllers. I do, too. Um, I, 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 I like, love controllers. and I, There's a lot of games, like, I understand, like, the mouse and keyboard aspect of it. Like, I want to go to, like, Counter-Strike and play it with yeah. the controller. Rainbow Six Siege with the controller. I remember I was playing, actually, on computer, and this one guy's like, go easy on me. I'm using a controller. And I was like, why? Why are you using a controller on PC? And this guy just got just murdered obliterated yeah, totally. like, i don't think i got any kills and died every round it's like i get it you can't compete like shooters like that with the controller but like games like anthem it's fine because yeah. i mean there's pretty generous auto aim and like i don't actually I don't know if there's really a much on auto aim i'm sure there is but the hit hit generation is fine you don't need like these precision shots and yeah because most of the time you're just shooting rockets and grenades from your abilities the whole time yeah, I Which, mean, I'm also like, I'm super cool. I'm flipping back and forth between it and Crackdown. And so, like, there's a part of my like line that's getting mm. blurred. Or, like, <laughs> is this was this Crackdown or is this Anthem what, where what, I'm experiencing what, what these problems? Oh, what is happening? Uh, put together, they'd probably actually make one, one really whole game. Good full, game. complete game. Yeah. <laughs> so, those are my positives for Anthem. Gameplay is good. Um, it's super fun, plays well. Uh, yeah. I, I have, mean, they, I don't they have fixed the problem with that. Mass Effect. My face is tired. <laughs> the facial animations, at it's, least of the main fine. people that you're speaking to, look actually, I think, I honestly, yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that your character speaks. And it's not just the 
um, Silent Hero, like yeah. Destiny or any other game you play still. For some reason, I don't understand why people just don't include your character. Like Metro, for example. I'm playing it. You're playing as a character who doesn't speak, which is really weird in a game that's just like a lot of dialogue and really story heavy when you're just like, Artyom, what should we do? Okay, we'll just go with what I say. And you're like, that's, what? Yeah, that's strange. It's it's super random. I think back to like like the hero shooters like like Halo. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we don't want like we want you to feel like you're the master. You're chief. the master chief, yeah. Um, but I guess even then, like Master Chief had dialogue. I guess that was more of just facial stuff that they didn't show you. Yeah, I mean, his, his face was covered, but he, yeah, he still, he still has that he very distinct talked. voice that yeah, and like you hear that voice like that's Master Chief. Um. Even me, as not like someone who hasn't really played Halo, I know what Master Chief's voice is. So I appreciate that this game had that. Um, but beyond that, this is like, especially for being a Bioware game, this is where it's really lacking. The story so far, I don't know much about it. I'm kind of just like, eh. I could care less. But yeah, yeah. I, was like, I was like, but coming into this game, I didn't really care about the story because I knew it wasn't going to be a typical Bioware story because you can't do a Mass Effect dragon age style where your choices do affect the world and stuff like that yeah, in an uh, always online game yeah i, I'm I think not, it, like i think I've, if it was a just a co-op game that could be handled a little better especially yeah, in like so i wouldn't actually even use those phrases sure bioware worked on this but i wouldn't talk about those games in the same sentence no period. no because this is it is a whole new thing in and of itself um you got to leave old Bioware behind. And that's fine. Like, well, and they're still going to come now, out with a Dragon Age game. Yes, right? Dragon I mean, Age like, has been confirmed, and I'm super excited for it. Um, like, those things are still going to happen. I'm curious, actually, to see, because this is going to be the first Dragon Age game. No, because the last Dragon Age was under EA, I believe. Inquisition. Because uh, I know Bioware being under EA's property is still a relatively new thing. But I think they got acquired... During the when they were making Dragon Age Inquisition, um, and then the, I think their first full release with EA was Mass Effect Andromeda, right. and we all saw how that went. So actually, so somebody posted online the other day that you should go back and play that game, yeah, because it's like a completely different game. Well, I watched, it, I saw you, basically everything. I saw YouTube, it like two thousand times. Yeah, I saw a YouTube video. I was like, you should go back and play Mass Effect now. And it's funny, they, like say that because I actually want to. I because I wanted to play Mass Effect originally because I, I liked that game series and then after watching you play it um, yeah right when it came out i was like what is this i kind of well and i'm i kind of have an itching so to go back and well play now the i entire want to series. like now I, okay yeah because i've i've i played most of mass effect one i don't think i ever beat it part of two and then i started three I actually started three originally, and then I went back to do because I was like, "Well, I have no idea what's happening." So. Yeah, I never played three. Um, it's it's a game series. It's on my PS3 that I kind of want to go back to and finish. Maybe we'll do like a little. I'm sh- I'm play, sure I owe them it. all. Maybe or, we'll do like a little uh, video or something here. Uh, Idea, ding. Um, yeah. So back to the anthem story. From what I heard, it's weak, and I heard it like I heard it like it starts out okay, then kind of lulls, and then the end's good. Interesting. And then I don't know. Like, I guess they have, like, I've, I've been following the story and it just hasn't, like, I, maybe I'm just sick of kind of these, these old kind of like weird post apocalyptic space yeah. adventure. Maybe, maybe games. so. But I've, like, I, cause 
it's like my like my mind with Destiny is like this game would be better if it was set when they're like talk about the golden age and stuff like that. When so my mind Destiny would have been better set when the golden age is like crumbling and then everyone starts getting killed and the darkness comes in. I think that would have been a better setting for Destiny versus being 200 years later and like we're picking up the pieces. Whereas this game's kind of the same way because it it's like there's you watch this cutscene. I don't know you were like laughing through it the whole time or something. Yeah, I thought it was. But bad. it shows like this huge battle of like two different like the Covenant. I think is what they're called. I don't know. No, I don't. Uh, I I mean I don't remember the names. I don't either. I don't to care. be honest, I don't care. But like it showed like the cutscenes like this huge battle between like these two factions. I'm like this looks great. And then you go and play the game. And you're like, you got to stand here and guard this for like five seconds, or grab orbs, or and- fly around and grab orbs. I'm like. Why, I, why can't we get more of like a battle or like a, like we're in these awesome mech suits and you could do it like a Titanfall where, um, you're like the overpower, like this, the, you come in there and everyone's like the ground soldier like, yeah, we got a javelin on our team. And you come down there and wreck shit. And I don't know. I feel like there was so much more to like making the missions just grander. And I mean, could you imagine four of us flying out there and fighting hundreds of enemies at a time? I mean, that'd be pushing the limits. I'm like, gaming and stuff at least on our computers but that's what they show off in this like cutscene, and then you go out and then you're like go collect this and kill yeah you're 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 basically doing small contract work and which i understand I know, like, it's in just... early on to like kind of figure out the game sure but you know what also honestly fun to figure out the game throw you in a massive battle scene at the very beginning of the game and you're like have fun and i don't know so no, no, there's, there's a very thin line that, like, you can do that and make it feel super fun. So, I, I guess cause... I've been thinking about it because uh, last night I hopped in and Sea of Thieves. Yeah, and I actually, right? I, I actually jumped in this last weekend, too. And, uh, and so, I'll talk I, I was second. doing some contracts mm-hmm. in Sea of Thieves. Uh and it's very similar. Yeah, it's it is like similar. go collect this shit. Uh <laughs> go find treasure here and then go sell it and stuff. But I don't know, like I guess my expectations maybe are a little bit different. And also I like maybe I'm trying to get something else out of it. So I know I, like I guess you could be right. I'm trying to like cause I saw what Anthem when they first announced like what Anthem was gonna be. I'm like, this game is gonna be amazing. Oh, you see, can, I looked at it and I thought, oh, Destiny. Well, that's what I thought too, but I'm like, you can like it. But like just the verticality and the flying, which stuff, which I do love. I'm like, but then it coming from Bioware, I guess I put these ex- high expectations on myself. Yeah, which I think a lot of people do. Yeah. And- the problem is, you know, you're coming from a studio like Bioware who's known for their amazing, fantastic stories. And then you get a game, which honestly, if this was released from like another studio, or if it, if it was just like another studio, it'd probably be getting a lot better reviewed. Versus, I, I don't know if that's accurate. I don't, but it makes me wonder, like with the names, because especially because EA like published it. Well, if, if, so everything EA publishes is gonna have a stain attached to it for a while, uh, and that's maybe their own doing. But also, uh, just because uh, people who like video games generally suck. Yeah, I mean, I've. I've I've noticed this myself, like myself changing, like in like the last year or so. Is like I honestly am not caring as much about video games as I used to be, which is weird to say because I'm on a talk show talking about <laughs> video games. But it's a different caring. It's, it's different like caring. it's less about the name and more about the thing. Like I want to just like for me, the video games now are for a way for me to sit down and like and hang out with my friends. 
And I, so I honestly could care less what I'm playing as long as I'm enjoying what I'm playing and I'm enjoying the company of my friends. It's kind of what it's become to me because I mean, yeah. we're, we're coming to an age where like, I'm not, we're not going to get in beers every yeah, other night. I'm not and, hanging out with my friends anymore. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just kind of growing up the, the thought of growing up and I don't know. That's, that's how I see gaming. I still love like, you know, when I see a game that gets me really excited, I'm still getting really excited for it. And like, I want to buy it. And, I don't know. Yeah. I, I still, I feel but it's, it's like, I, I guess I still feel that excitement. Uh, but I don't know. Like, I guess maybe, because, maybe I'm just been let down so much. Lately. Maybe. And well, and I just, think, I think uh, coming from me, it's because I play so much more now than I ever did in the mm-hmm. past. So like gone are the days where I'm going to prestige like 10 times on modern warfare. Yeah. Uh, but like now are the days where I'm going to play a game for 20 hours and then put it down and pick up another game mm-hmm. uh, and do that consistently. And so I'm playing so much more than I used to. Uh, and I think with the rise of indie games being viable, like uh and easy to get yeah i think easy that to that's, get they're like, cheap that's, that's changed they're cheaper than a, a normal game I yeah mean. i think that's changed my like uh, the way i experience games and so much because what's funny like, is like, like i'm like enjoying these smaller properties more, more. yeah because like if you go back and listen to our shows it's a lot of them are you talking about how much you love these indie games you played and then i go and turn around and i'm like well yeah, this game sucked and I paid sixty bucks for it. I mean, versus you're like, well, I paid ten for this. Right. Game. Well, and, and I, I also buy those sixty games and think they well, suck, but I also know, some but of them are really good. Some are good. I mean, there's been some really good ones in the last few years. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but there's also been some big turds. But I'm sure, sure that goes with indie games too. I oh, guess totally. I, but I don't know. Lately, a lot of indie games, you buy them and it's just like a fantastic story, beautiful art style, great music. And you're like, wow. I mean, they don't take you five hours to beat, but you're like, wow, that was a great game. And then I sit here and I'd rather have five hours of something that like really means something versus to me. 500 hours yeah. on destiny where I'm like, well, at the time I'm like, Oh God. Yeah. But now that I'm sitting here, I'm like, I put, I put well over a month of playtime in the first destiny. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, I've literally like now I have nothing like like it doesn't affect my life any like at all. <laughs> like there's no like impactful moment or whatever. I'm like, oh, I threw a grenade on Gaul's face and blew him up. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah. No, it's I don't know. It's just kind of it's uh, we're in this weird period of gaming. It's it's the next. I don't know. It's the next thing. Like we had the loot boxes last year, and we've moved on from loot boxes. Have we? They're still there. No one's talking about him. Eh, Well, actually, I just I literally just read an article about. But like, I remember like the FCC is now looking at loot boxes again. No, gosh. But I know like I'm. We're talking about how like people were like weren't even going to buy games. Like Battlefront Two, almost like like they can't half the game because the loot box system. And people were like boycotting Shadow of War because the loot boxes and stuff like that. And now it's like we're moving into this weird period of like these always online games. That so uh, the term for that is games as a service. Games as a service, or as I saw today in the video, gas. EA has given us a lot of gas. Okay, and so and well, <laughs> which and if I lo- you think I about that. a lot of the big games like Destiny, uh, Anthem, uh, Sea of Thieves. Sea of, yeah, uh, like a lot of these games are 
are games as a service that is becoming more of a thing. Even like Fortnite is is that same way. Um, it's it, we expect like when you bought Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario World. Um, that was that was the sure. Game. You, you like have- I played that so many times, mm-hmm. um, but it was always that. Yeah. Right. Um, now it's like oh, like I have to have this like ten year. Uh, plan for how I'm going to keep on like yeah. enacting this game or like keep interacting with this game. And like, if you don't have that, like people like the, and I say people, I mean the internet or the Reddit scene, like attacks it. It's like, I saw like people are now saying, Oh, now that apex is here, it's killed Fortnite. Fortnite still has more concurrent players than any game it, in it the actually, world. It actually beat their last record in January. Yeah, and so or and like it, people are like, oh, like Apex is killing them. They've lost half of their player base. Blah blah blah. And it's like, no, you guys are stupid. Like they are still, they still control the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Apex might have taken a little, like a little chunk out of them. Sure, but it's, but it's not. You just rebuild it in Fortnite. Yeah, it's not <laughs> nearly the amount of what people are saying. It no, is. and it's Fortnite's not dead. It's not dying. Anytime no, soon. it's still huge. I mean, it's still, I think, I think, I think Apex is still the number is right now the number one game on Twitch. But Fortnite's still number two, and I think Apex is only number one because it's the the hot new thing right now. And then, and then you still have like millions of people playing Minecraft on a daily basis. Oh, I know. I mean, like, uh, do you know the this the map of Minecraft is the size of uh, Neptune? Sure. No, it's bigger than like the the map of Minecraft is bigger than the Earth's surface. You know, Minecraft has a story like yeah. that you like defeat a dragon. Yeah, I've done it. Oh, see, I I like yeah, I have you, like, like a couple ha- hours of Minecraft. So you, like the whole point of Minecraft is you you gather supplies and over time you so you can like you know it starts with punching trees to get wood right to build a house and then you build things in the house that like will do things and you get like special stuff and gems when you go in caves to build eventually blah 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 to get these elder seals i think that's what they're called and or the nether i don't know what they're called. and then you go to the nether realm or other realm or whatever they call it and you fly right. down there and kill a dragon and you actually beat minecraft yeah and then it's, and then you just then you appear in a brand new world and you start all over that's kind of i think you choose can choose to do that or you can stay in your world right but it's so uh, i guess i guess part of me wonders um so thinking about like like Mario, mm-hmm. like it's a very set thing, um, and yet I guess like I look at it with rose colored glasses because like it it influenced my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if I gave a kid now Mario, it might not make that big of an impact. Like, this uh, game's they're probably boring. still stupid. Well, it, it's probably too hard for them. <laughs> Oh, oh, so, and actually, I've got a point about that here in a, a little bit. So, and then, like, uh, I don't know. So, it, it's this very cut and dry, like, this is this game. Um, and yet, like, now we have these games that seem to be, like, constantly changing, changing yeah. and evolving over time. And I, like, I guess I'm super, like, interested to see how how they will be perceived down the road like in 20 years are we gonna think about um destiny the way we think about mario 
because they're both two hugely influential games in their own right. Uh, And, but like, are we going to think about the same? Because Destiny has like evolved over time. The game now is different than it was three, four years ago. Well, when base game Destiny came out in 2015 is, I mean, obviously we're on Destiny 2, but it all evolved to Destiny 2. Is it probably a completely different game? Honestly, Destiny 2 is probably a completely different game than it really when it released last yeah, year, two years totally. ago. Like if um, you played the Forsaken King, I haven't even. Or that's the, the that's the that's the Forsaken King is. Uh, I guess that was Destiny One, right? No, it was. Was or, it Forsaken King? Forgotten King? I don't know what it was. No, that was. It was I guess the that Forsaken, was. Yeah, it was the Forsaken. The, the Taken King. That's no, it was. it was the Taken King. No, the Forsaken King was the new one. On Destiny Two. Yeah. Because Destiny 1 had the Taken King. Yeah, the Forsaken King was Destiny Why 2. Why did they do that? Because there was like the... Their for, oh, it was just like the one 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 Cade is dead or whatever. Isn't that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Or, that was... That wasn't the Forsaken King. That was just called... It was. Was it? I think so. Oh, my gosh. Too many kings. Um, because were, if you say it fast, it's just Forsakening. 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 Um... I got to go. I almost like got to Google that, but I don't care. Um, yeah. What were we talking about? Influence. Games, gas. Like, that's right. Like, we're, we're talking about gas. gas. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to re- look at games like Destiny and Anthem and even Sea of Thieves, Overwatch, Siege, all these games that are just like continuing and evolving over time are, and changing to, uh, people's feedback and stuff. As we view Mario, because it's happening so fast that it, yeah, but also World of Warcraft is still a household name. But that's see, that's when I would consider like one that like you look back at like, yeah, World of Warcraft. And I think maybe we're just too early. We're looking at a microscope right now. Yeah, I on mean the game where we need to be looking at a telescope because yeah, I mean Mario, WoW basically is kind of the forerunner of all of these things anyway. Yeah, and like I think I consider Mario, like you know that's it's it's its own thing because it's like the birth of the platforming and it's in its own right. Yeah. I mean, it's like essentially the birth, like the modern games as we know it essentially. Yeah. Where there's and an, maybe that, there's maybe that's a really bad example. I think but, so. But I mean, you know what I'm getting at? There's like objective. There's like, you have to like complete mission. Like, yeah, I just like, and, I guess I am curious more along the lines of like, what are games of service like? Are they going to influence see, our thoughts? See, what's funny in is twenty years the games. So the games in my mind right now that are influencing me, that influence me in the future, are games that aren't this games of a service. It's the the standalone games, right? And that's like I guess that's kind of what I'm curious. And about. that see that what's sticking to me is like games like Last of Us that has these this impactful story that like you know I'll sit down. It's still fifteen hour game, which is a good sized game like that and. I mean, Horizon's even one for me that like had like a, a good story and like it's it's gonna it sticks with me better than like a Destiny. Uh-huh. Like I go back and think about um, Last of Us and Horizon and, and games along that line, Witcher even. Damn it, Roach. Um, more than I actually think about Destiny because nothing sticks with me in Destiny because it was like I would get in there. Oh well, I guess we'll just you know jump some crucible or oh we'll do the raid that I've done fifty times now. And that memorable moment of me doing the Baltic glass the first time yes. has been erased by me doing the Baltic glass 50 more times. Totally. I don't know. I just think there's something with con- like 
it's like the repetition of doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, which I guess is what Mario was. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I don't I know. I can play that game. Um, like that's by, true. I guess like I'm. I just, I just I just did, just went in a huge circle right there. Right, and so I don't know. Like I I guess I'm curious, and maybe we need to we need to kind of see uh, where. Games I, but I think we're I think we're too like we're too close to going. it right now to look at it. Uh, no, yeah, it's totally tough. Yeah, we're we're gonna mark this podcast episode fifty four, and we're six. All, 56 edit that out um, <laughs> and uh we'll come back in 10 years and see and, and see if uh if we're we'll still talking about anthem yeah after update 5000 yeah well i wanted to round out my my thoughts on anthem yeah because so for here is there once you beat the game there's like three things you could do like strongholds or whatever they call them Two of them are missions that you already did in the game. So there's one new one, okay. which is kind of a, a slap in the face a little bit. Because how they advertise, because they advertise Anthem as like having an end game versus games like Division. Like, didn't have, they're like, they even pretty much compared, you know, Division didn't have an end game and Anthem will. Like, that's kind of, that was like almost their advertisement for the Anthem. Like, they will have end game on release. So people were like, cool. And it ended up being recycled missions and recycled bosses in one new thing and then so i i haven't gotten that point this is just stuff from i've heard from other people so i don't know yeah which i don't know but uh, but yeah he might destiny did the same thing right and a lot of again these looter shooters are like this and i just don't know like i don't know how i feel about them as a whole Mm -hmm. because i guess like i'm not like hating my time with them when i no, play them no honestly but there's I, like there's this like peer pressure that you have to like keep going it's like my, like destiny 2 was one of my games of the year mm-hmm. uh when it came out um but i haven't gone back i haven't i haven't touched, I, uh, I don't think i've played a, destiny 2 since even the first expansion came. i haven't like i haven't touched it since the first Cause, expansion because it dropped off way faster than for the first destiny did um and then that's and everyone jumped to pc at that time and i was still on playstation i was like well and the people i played with on playstation i just like kind of got sick of playing with i don't know i kind of feel bad because like one of my good friends that like i kind of abandoned because he still plays destiny and he's like hey you should download apex legends on playstation i'm like yeah that sounds great as i'm on computer playing it at the time totally i'm like i hate to i hate to say i'm becoming that but it happens I don't know. And I, I, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's So that's, yeah, Anthem, in my th- mind right now. It's fine. I would say it's a solid average to an above average game for me. Yeah, it's fun. sure. I'm enjoying the hell out of the game. I'm curious to see where it's going to go because at least the first big update comes out in March. They're not waiting three months like Destiny did. The first major thing is, in, is this next month. Um, and then they're releasing major content every month. Right, which I appreciate because it's. I feel like Anthem for me is gonna be one of those games where you'll you'll play it. I'll beat the I'll beat the story, um, and then when the new ex- content comes out, play all that, put it aside, play something else. Next new content comes out, play that. It's gonna be one of those games I'm not gonna continually yeah. play. It's gonna be one I'll jump in. But also, stuff- like I, I also kind of wonder is like. Uh, how many people are going to be like me that like hear that and are just not interested so you in playing see, that Yeah, because that's the problem is like Anthem, do they have enough leg to keep, like, like to stand right now 
until all this I new stuff. I definitely don't see myself playing this in a month. Really at all? No. I guess, you, but you you have a track record of that. Yeah, because see, those can, games, those kind of games just don't speak to me yeah. like that. I mean, I can see myself, Jason and Jesse jumping in and playing, and I'm sure other people will maybe pick up the game. Uh, and you know, and I say that, and then there's like something like Sea of Thieves, where I like hop back to like fairly regularly yeah. to play. Because I also, actually, so yeah, do you want to talk about your Sea of Thieves? Because I actually have a oh, Sea of Thieves story do. to tell. Oh, it's we're talking about old games today. Old games. So I mean, because we talked about what we played, and I played Sea of Thieves for the first time on my brand new computer. Uh huh. Put it on the mythical setting, which is the highest setting, sixty frames. Boom. Yes. I was uh-huh. like. This is fantastic. Oh, yeah. It looks beautiful. Because I was playing on a mix of medium low on my last computer. I didn't and realize my game that. would crash. Well, because I dropped it down <laughs> to hopefully like stop the crashes. Because I think I could have been like more medium high, but it was still getting like, I would bounce between 30 to 40 frames, which was huh. fine uh, sometimes. But then it would drop down to like 12 and then pop back up. And then my game would crash every 15 minutes. So, like, I feel like. We always talk about how much we like Sea of Thieves. And luckily, the one time it did not crash on me is the night we had that huge. Yeah. And I think it even crashed on me like once or twice. I think and I, so. I had and to get back. Rejoined. And I had to get back in it really fast. Um, so finally sat down, brand new computer, maxed out settings, 60 frames. Game looks beautiful. Did not crash at all. Good. And I, it was, so it's literally, I think the first time I sat down and actually completed a full setting of sea of thieves all right and i love the game even more now yeah like i don't know what it is about sea of thieves because there's like there's no like hardly any story you just literally do the same thing over and over again yeah but there's a magic to it there's just something so and well i guess maybe because it's so different than everything yeah because it's like how many pirate games do i play i know exactly it's like it's just so slow pace where you kind of just like yeah, and yeah. that's that's definitely part of it for me. Yeah. So like I uh I spent several hours like curled up in my bed like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh basically like overcome with like crippling anxiety. And all I wanted to do was play Sea of Thieves because I like Sea of Thieves like gives me this relaxation yeah. that I just don't get like that in Stardew Valley or like these two games that like for me like I can always go to when I'm like going through something like this, because like they're just so calming to me. Um, and luckily a couple of my friends were able to play last night, mm-hmm. but that like, wasn't, yeah, I was able yeah to play. but I don't know, like uh, just sitting down and playing through and like sailing along and, and like taking our time and stuff. And, you know, like, and we had some good adventures. Yeah. Like, it's like, and Sea of Thieves are kind of just like slowly quiet. I would almost say quietly just kind of added things to the game. Like, yeah. I, cause every time we jump in, like, cause we bought it. It's been out for a year now. It came out last February, which just blows my mind. Periodically, yep. we would like, so we'd play and then I'll play for like a month or two. Go back in, then there's like something new. We're yep. Like, oh, there's ghost ships now. Or, you know, there's ghost ships. Now there's a goddamn megalodon. Yeah, who the megalodon's out of nowhere. So, the megalodon, all the time. so when the megalodon first came out, it was like a world event that like multiple people, like I think you needed five people. You needed five people to which summon the megalodon. Yeah. crew on that game's four. So you needed ran extra people to summon a megalodon. Now they just show up and it's the most terrifying thing. Uh, but it, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, like every time he shows up now, I just like look at it and I'm like, well, he doesn't the attack every time. Here. Yeah. But like, when I, that was the first time I experienced Megalodon was when right. I played this last weekend. I'm like, there's Megalodon and all of us are like, oh gosh. And, yeah, totally. And it's kind of swimming with us and we're like trying to get away from this other ship. 
It's so, always like that. Yeah. It's always. We're always trying to get away. And it was like this like sloop. It was a sloop and they were doing, this was hilarious. They're doing a skull fort. Uh-huh. And of course we, we drive, we do the drive by. Tommy was one of the guys and Jesse jump out with the TNT and bomb their boat. Yeah. And one of them was on the boat. So started repairing. And while that happened, Jesse gets in there and kills him. Right. And then the other guy, either they killed him or he died in the skull fort. Turns out they were like on wave eight of 10 in the skull fort. So oh, we so jump on, so, yeah. finished it, got the loot and just got the hell out of there. And then that's when they show up again. Right. Trying to get their loot back. I mean, they're a sloop. We're in a galleon. Not going to happen. But then all of a sudden the freaking Megalodon starts attacking us. So we're like, damn it. And, <laughs> and that's, it's, it's pretty scary because like you're there, like he kind of swims. Yeah. And then just boom beelines it to your boat jaws open literally like bigger than your boat and i was like standing right there with a cannon and shot it right down its throat and it was like ah, and just literally it hurt it killed me yeah it, it just it killed me right there i was like this is this is crazy luckily we fought him off enough and he actually went after the sloop and took them out <laughs> that's good that's pretty good um and then so one pissed off megalodon oh it was yeah i'm surprised we didn't kill it we, we put so many cannonballs into it but you know, we get back to port. We did, I think we did like five or six quests plus the skull fort and other stuff. And we stole the, uh, their Wayfarer's chest or something, like a really good chest that they had on their boat already when we sunk it. And we ended up selling, I think I made um, like 90,000 gold, yeah. gold or That's something like haul. that. More gold than I've ever made in that game <laughs> ever. And I was like, wow, that was like... I was like, I sat there and like, it, it was a couple hours that we sat this and played this. I was like, this, that was so much fun. Just doing, I don't know. It's just something about Sea of Thieves. It is. It's just fun. And I guess what pisses me off most about Sea of Thieves is it makes me contradict basically everything I say about every other video game. Because it has no story. You, it's repetitive. You do the same thing over and over again. It's contract based. Like, and all, all you do is just go just to buy cosmetic items. Yep. Like there's no progression in the game besides from like having your merchant thing increase just so you can yep. buy. So you can unlock more items to buy. Yep. Is all it is. I for. have no idea no, exactly. why this game speaks to me better than every other one. But so it's just nice to play. It, it, yeah, it is. So yeah, Anthem, Sea of Thieves, played a little more Metro. Yeah. Got a little farther than that. Super fun game. I, I really, yeah. really like it. Um Minus my honestly, my one like downfall in that game is your character doesn't speak, and then they, they like make a point about it. Like, like at one point, you're like, you got lied to, and then like you caught the guy in the lie, and it was like a huge lie. And I don't want to like spoil the story for anyone who wants to play. Um, and then so it, it goes the next scene, you're sitting there like looking at a map, drinking coffee, and they're like, Well, RTM, what do you want to do? And then like, Are you just gonna sit there sulking quietly the whole time? And apparently the answer was yes to that. I guess that's all <laughs> I, I did. That's all I did. And it's like, there's no, like, that's like the one like thing that like breaks the immersion of that game to, for me personally. Cause like there's, I mean, you're with a group of like nine people who are all talking over each other. Like we got to do this. Oh my God. Like panicking, doing things. And right. then there's just you who's just like, <laughs> and, so it's just like, it's like an interesting you listen to panic at the disco alone in your yeah. room. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you don't understand me in not a phase mom. Um, <laughs> it's weird. I don't know. Cause honestly, the characters in that game are really well done. Good voice 
like I wanna say good voice. It's I wanna say great voice acting. It's good voice acting. There's some pretty cheesy, like weird said lines. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's just like because I don't it's like because everyone has a Russian accent, but they speak English. I don't right. know if, I don't know if they're Russian people speaking English or English people pretending to be Russian. They're English it's people pretending, pretending to, be to be Russian. Russian. So there's like a weird like context or like emotion thing that kind of gets lost in the when they like do the accent. Like uh, we need to go over here. And then it's like okay. <laughs> and it's just like Artyom, how dare you uh, blow this whole thing up? It was bad of you. Just like, huh? What? <laughs> like, like it's weird. Like they like have like these random pauses and like it's just like weird. I don't know. It, that's like my only complaint is like because other than that, like there's actually like good voice acting. Like a lot of yeah, the time, a, sure. lot, a lot of the time, it's just like the occasional one line that you're just like, what? What was that? And then your and then your character just not talking because like you know, like the mission I'm at, you're like you crash like this barricade on the train and you're like, Oh, like we thought it was like a military encampment. It turned out it was just like a village of people. Like, Oh, Artyom, you are going to go, go to the church and find the people and, um, tell them like who we are. I'm like, I'm a, apparently I'm a mute. So I don't know why you're sending me on the, uh, <laughs> the, correspond- like the, the correspondence <laughs> meeting over here. But I'm like, I don't know. It's weird, but game's super fun. It's, it looks good. And I like I like it a lot. So go cool. hope to play it more. So it's one of those games I'll sit down, play a mission or two, call it good, get up. I mean, I think if I had time to sit down and play it for six hours, I would. Just those days, those I don't. Those time is few and far between for me, unfortunately. Right. So it's, yeah. So I have been messing around with some emulation lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I go through this phase pretty pretty regularly. But just trying to get like uh the right emulators working on different games and stuff. So are like you that. on your computer doing this on your computer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like I want to get like a hardware based emulation. Um kind of like the Mister. I think I've you talked get, about the Mister before. The, but the Soldier Boy console. That's pretty much nope. all that was. <laughs> that's pretty much all that was. Uh yeah. For how much? 300, 200, 300 dollars? I don't know. Something ridiculous. The most expensive uh, emulation I, machine of all time. I don't know if I've actually talked about the Mister uh, here. Have. No. So the Mister is like, uh, it's basically a project that people have started putting together. And uh, all it really is, is a set of instructions on how to like put together like a, like a FPGA board. Um, and then uh, there's a couple add-ons and stuff that you can add on. Uh, so all you have to do to get started is you buy the FPGA board, mm-hmm. um, and it's a very common board that they sell for like uh, like CS students. Uh, and you then go through and load ROMs onto it, uh, or you load uh, their cores. And so the cores are the emulation itself. So like they're basically like tricking the machine into thinking that it is this machine, right? Okay. Uh, so like there's a core for like the Atari 2600. There's a core for like the Commodore 64, the SNES, GameCube. All of these things have cores. And there's a pretty good community now that's kind of built around like designing these cores. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so all you do is you upload them to like an SD card and you put it in your machine uh, and the board has HDMI out. 
and then there's like other board add-ons so you can have one that is like uh like a usb hub uh and then there's another one that's like a like analog video and audio out so you can do like vga uh video out or stuff like that um and now people are starting to sell like 3d printed cases for the mister and like all this stuff and so it's this big just giant emulation project Mm -hmm. that like the community is undertaking um and it's it's super neat uh but uh i don't have that i keep on looking at it i'm researching it and i like i think i'm just gonna do it that's, this is what, kind of what you do. You're like, yeah, like, researching, like, and then all of a sudden, you're like, well, I have it. I'm like, right, well, there we are. Okay. So that was, that was your thing. Well, I'm in Best Buy buying a Switch right now. Yep, there and we then, are. And then I got a text like three weeks later. Well, I'm in Best Buy buying a, a <laughs> SNES Classic right now. Yes. <laughs> well, that one was that one was the present for my sister. Yeah. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, it was their Christmas present. Oh, it wasn't for you. No. I guess you have a SNES, so you don't really need a Classic. I have a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so. uh uh, but yeah, so uh, I have been dealing or playing around with some uh, emulation on my computer, trying to get like PS1 games going. Mm-hmm. Uh, the PlayStation emulation uh, is really challenging, really comparatively. So like my SNES emulator, like literally like plug and play, like you would download it, you install it, uh, you download the ROM and then you just put it in. And so like I played some games that I played as a kid. Like there's a game, Mickey Mania, that I remember mm-hmm. going to the video store in my town all of the time and renting this game. Um, it would have probably just been cheaper if my parents would have just bought me the game. Yeah. But instead we rented it like every weekend. Uh, and That's uh, what you did back then though. Yeah, no, it was I mean, cute. I, rented, I think I rented the original Spyro like 12 times. Yeah. Uh, and the thing about like a lot of these older games is I never really beat them. I was young. Um, I didn't know what to do. Like, But now I'm playing and I'm like, Jesus Christ, these are hard. Um, well, I was like, well, that was like when I went back and like when Crash Bandicoot came out with its like insane trilogy. Yeah. How hard it was. I think it like we've talked about it. It actually, they made it harder on the remaster, but still. It was still a challenging game as a kid. I'm like, how did I beat this as a child? Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, so, uh, but I was playing some SNES games that, like, like aren't the common ones that, like, I just remember as a child. Um, and just messing around with them a little bit. Not, like, going in depth in them or anything. Um, then going to, like, the PlayStation emulation. Uh, and the PS1 and the PS2 emulation is really a lot more difficult. You have to download a lot of plugins. Um, you have to configure the plugins really mm-hmm. well. Um, certain games, you have to do different kinds of settings for your emulation and stuff. So, like, I I remember as a kid playing, uh, uh, what was it? It was uh, Indiana Jones and the uh, something kingdom. I don't remember. Um but I was trying to get that working and mm-hmm. it's just not emulating correctly. Yeah. Um, and when I do get it emulating correctly, it would slow down to like 10 frames a second. And I'm like, well, this ain't good. This ain't going to work. Uh, so are you doing this for your, cause you want to do that? Like the old time game show game. Well, it's just like that. It's and it's, that. All, it's fun. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's fun to mess around with like hardware settings and stuff and, uh, see what's happening. It's like, 
uh, and you can open like debugs and like watch the code go by. Um, and if you've ever like messed around with like a cheat engine, uh, debugging is very similar to that. Right. And so like, if you're like, when you run like cheat engine on your computer, um, one of the things you do is like you watch the, like it's basically zeros and ones and you watch them like alternate. Mm -hmm. And when you do something, you try to isolate what is changing when that happens. So let's say like you want to, uh, find where in the code, uh, encumbrances because you want, you want to get rid of that. Um, you can launch cheat engine. Um, and when you can like go back and forth between being encumbered and not and see what part of the numbers are switching and then you can go in there and freeze it. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so that way, like encumbrance isn't an issue or something. Right. Um, and like a lot of people like do that and then figure out like, Oh, this is where that matches in the INI file. Uh, and then you can go in there and edit that and, uh, and stuff like that. But anyways, uh, yeah, so I'm, I've been diving into the dark world of emulation lately. Uh, and there's, there's some cool, there's some cool resources out there where people have dumped ROMs, uh, and have full collections of every NES, every mm -hmm. SNES game, every Genesis game. Yeah. Um, and which I think is like, uh, for one, like a lot of the times, most of these games are never going to get reproduced. Like the games that are like, okay, I get it. Like you don't want me to pirate Super Mario World because uh, there's there's a classic system out there. You can buy it on their store. Mm -hmm. You can do all these things, right? But there's a lot of games that are not getting the majority. Like, of them. Yeah. And like, I think like the people out there who are doing the emulation work and like archiving all these games are doing God's work. <laughs> um because it's a huge part of our history to bring joy to people well and, and it's it's historical like well yeah like, it's uh, it's sort of like this is part of our history it's uh, almost like you know when people would rewrite books to preserve them yeah and like i work like like i guess i work is a quotations but i have worked in the film industry mm -hmm. right and we have decades of film that are just gone because we didn't work yeah, on preserving and, it. Yeah, and then it like it like it just it just crumbled and fell apart. Yeah, film film is actually very fragile. People don't understand that. The celluloid typically I, is. I've yes. uh, I've dealt with enough film in my life to like know how fragile it is. <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah. And so yeah, I like, I understand. Like there's like a period of time where we yeah we lost ton of ton of film. Yeah, like especially like you look at like pre code film. Uh, and it is, there's almost nothing that survives that. Uh, and that's like, that's really shitty. Yeah. It's like, even because um, even like when they're preserved in warehouses, they're just degraded and fell yeah. apart and then fires. I mean, film burns yes. so fast. It's unbelievable how fast you like film burns. You think it's like just a plastic. No, that thing, that, that stuff. Right. Well, oh. and that's the thing about video games. Uh, like it's the same thing. Like these are physical things that could disappear at any time mm -hmm. uh you know you look at like the snes like they have batteries in the cartridges yeah they're going to die um it's only a matter of time yeah, and there's not really so a way to replace them right that was like the big um thing. i don't think so but yeah. like if we don't get ahead of making sure we have these copies yeah it's gonna be gone forever well it's like you know i mean i just think back you know the great library of alexandria right had all the classic information from just 
pre like not when to say prehistoric times, but like you know BC times, like during like you know this when we think of like these Roman heyday and like the Greek uh, yeah. heyday and stuff, gone because they all got burnt down and there was no other copies of it in the world. So like there's just it's like it's like it's almost the same. Yeah, what I'm the, trying to the say, same idea. It's like all that information we lost in the the fire at the library, or just when Alexandria burnt, I guess was yeah. in general. The whole city went down. Thanks, Ottoman Empire. Um, <laughs> yeah, I will say like there's some there's some people out there who are doing like really good work, like like as a video game historians. But yeah, like, yeah, it, like it, there's it, a video game history museum. That's like, all. Yeah, it's, like, it's, all these it's a good thing like, to have. I mean, you don't want to forget your history. Yeah, and so like I think like emulation plays like a really important part in. It. Because we can go back and play these games, and like, and we can see the like the the like the lineage of video games and, and how it progressed. And that's what I think is great about these classic systems that they keep releasing. Because um, I have a friend of mine who he's a couple years older than me. Like he's my brother's age. So originally it was my brother's friend, but me and him have gotten closer just in yeah. the last couple of years. But he has kids, and I think his son's in first grade, mm-hmm. second grade around that time, and. He's starting his son out on games like Mario and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Classic games. He's not having him play nowadays games. He's right. Which well, I wouldn't expect a you know well, uh, a seven a, year old to be playing Last of Us. Or right. Well, it's very different from uh, a two button uh, one D pad yeah, and they, to and they, a they, dual uh, joystick. They bought the the special Switch controller for kids and the PlayStation One, the wired PlayStation One that has like for, is meant for kids. And they play all the and he and his um, son play all these classic games together, which I think is really cool. And it's like it's I I mean I think it's cool and it's a way to like hang out like you know bond with your son. It's good because obviously he's like my friends not a sport sport person. Um. So yeah, he's, I mean, he's not going to go out and really like probably throw a ball, right? So like one of the things, but he's like, a very so. he's a very like he's he he went to film school and like he's he's very similar to you. You've met him, yeah. Before. I think so. Yeah, Mitch is his name. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, yeah. I mean, like I bought that SNES classic mm-hmm. uh, for my sister for Christmas, and little did I know she was actually pregnant. Yeah. Um, and so they're gonna have a baby, uh, and like. Now they have this console, and like I plan on like like you're gonna be the, the I'm uncle. gonna be the uncle who like like I the want cool, to like the cool uncle yeah I want to introduce this kid to video games there you go uh because you know like I think they had a positive impact on my life if I had a child they would be playing video games. mine would be playing video games as much as to the chagrin of my future wife whoever that will be yeah I'm gonna deal with it <laughs> yeah. I turned out just fine. <laughs> right? Is he like hide in the corner? <laughs> I'm just fine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Turn yeah. off the light. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, so yeah, I've been messing around with some emulation. That's cool. I'm, I'm still like trying to get some of it figured out. Um, See, I've, I've done a very limited emulation. stuff is the one that I like really want to yeah. get working. Because I downloaded a Game Boy Advance emulator on my, actually my MacBook. Oh. And a while ago, this was, I bought, I think I did it in like my, when I was in the dorms. Nintendo, that is uh, actually not accurate. He may or may not have downloaded a Game Boy emulator. May or may not have. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Yeah, huh? Um, but if I did, I downloaded it. Because um, I, I, I grew up playing Game Boy. And it had all the Game Boy games on there. And I'd play. And 
I'd actually just be sitting in class playing like Pokemon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of nice because you know, you're like, well, psychology is boring. Pokemon. I played it in psychology, the class that we had together. Yeah. If I was ever sitting new, like if we were for better friends back then, I would have sat up there in the top of the class, probably playing Pokemon Fire Red on my computer next to you. Uh, I, I actually took notes in that class. I, I, di- I did too. It was kind of a hard class, to be honest. I didn't like psychology. But like, you know, you get my point. In classes, like I would zone out and play a game for 20 minutes and call it good. Yeah. I don't know. Emulation's cool. It is. It, I it, think it, it's it, also important. It gives me, like, it, it allows me to hold on to my childhood for a little longer. Yeah. I think is like in a sense, because that's kind of what we're all going for. Because the older you get, the realize you realize life sucks. And it's not going to be as good as when you were yeah. a kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when so, you when you used your parents' money for everything, <laughs> and, they, and they fed you. Yes. Right. Oh my God. They fed house and clothed you, and, and we, we were probably douchebags to them. I know. Do you ever like? I I actually go through this crisis every now and then, like thinking back when I was a kid and like realizing how big of a shit I was. I wasn't huge. I don't think I was a huge shit to my my parents because I know my sisters were. Yeah, and I was like, I mean, I, I thought I was like, I was still like a pretty good kid. Yeah, but I definitely had my. I'm phases, sure I had right? my moments. Um, but I mean, I think in in a whole, but I because I watched my brother who was hyper and crazy all the time, get in trouble, and then my sister who would freak out. Both yeah. sisters who would get really mad at my mom for the littlest things. I just kind of sit there like keep my mouth shut. Like I'll just kind of do my. I I was the <laughs> typical, you know the middle child as they right. say where they kind of just like occupy themselves that's what i was that's what i did you know like the second to last child and not a middle child right it's the mentality i had growing up so i don't think i i, I bet i was i mean if i talk to my mom i be like you little shit listen yeah. here you little shit and i, I will I, say i will say that's like I, one of like the things i do not want to have children because i don't want them to be like me but you don't want a little math rolling around no <laughs> i don't that sounds so then terrible. How are you going to teach teach uh, video games? Uh, I'll adopt. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you'll adopt like a little Korean kid, then he'll be better at video games than you are in a week. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Let's get into esports. Oh. <laughs> Let's go. get you to you're, win a Dota you're, championship. You're gonna be you're gonna be that dad. Let's talk about some news. Yeah, let's move <laughs> let's, on. Let's move on to some news uh, in the video game world that Honestly, happened this past happen? week. Yes. Oh, I lots of I shit was happened. Just told, I wasn't uh, anything. Most of it's sad, of course. <laughs> uh, but also, there's there is uh, no happy in this in the news stories I picked. Well, for let's this. go through as many as we can uh, tolerate. All right. Well, let's I start with uh, blow my brains out. So let's let's link back to last week. So we talked about Activision or Blizzard Activision's layoffs. Yes. Uh, maybe that wasn't last week. Maybe it was the week we t- before. It was but, last week. We talked about it last week. But yeah. So uh, nine hundred. How much was nine hundred people? Eight hundred people. Right. Yeah. Uh, Activision Blizzard laid off a bunch of people after an earnings call where they said they've had a better year than they've ever had in history. Um. And so uh, the thing that came out this week. Uh, was from this advocacy group, as you sow. Uh, and they go through and they measure uh, how much CEOs make versus the average employee mm-hmm. in that company. I'm sure it's just 
and so Ridiculous. they every year they release a list of the hundred most overpaid CEOs. Uh, and who made that list? The CEOs of both Activision Blizzard and EA. Mm. Um, and who's number one? I'm curious. Um, oh shit! I I looked it up. Uh, Jeff Bezos. It isn't though. Um, in I fact, should... it might have been like Oracle. Really? Yeah. Um, it was a company that I was actually kind of surprised really? to see. Yeah, because I wouldn't imagine Oracle. Like that, from what I've heard, I mean, I don't really know one person that works at Oracle, but yeah, he enjoys his job. <laughs> well, yeah, and well, maybe some people do too, but you know, it doesn't change the fact that well. And so they don't take just the salary; they take the salary and also like stock options Benefits, and like and, and like stuff, stuff like, like that, that yeah. and add them together. Uh, yeah. So uh. The what they said is the median ratio between company CEO and median worker is usually 142 to one, which is pretty large in itself. Activision was 301 to so one, double, yes, and EA was 371 wow. to one. Um, the EA uh CEO. Um, I actually don't remember which one it was, uh, one was like 49 and one was like 99, right. On this list of a hundred top uh, overpaid CEOs. Uh, and yeah, so those are big numbers. Most people on the list were in the like 300 range, uh, 300 to one ratio. So range. double of what like the average ratio. Is. Right. Um, uh, just to say uh, they make a lot of goddamn money. Um, compared to the people that they employ mm-hmm. um yeah which is all just super shitty like it's it, it is but it's, it's it's i know it's business yeah it's business it's but, the way it's the way the cookie crumbles it sucks no i mean it sucks you, like, why, yeah why can't the like this, why can't some of that like be like why well this part why like, can't part of that go into the company well, exactly which is then gonna go into the employees and because they're especially like a bit if you're making, you know, $370 to everyone person's $1, you're going to have so much money that you're not going to be like you, you, what probably, do you do with that? You probably have everything you ever need in your world and you still have so much money that you don't, that you're, you're he's probably giving it away in charity. Um, where he could, I mean the picture of like, uh, like Bobby Kota or Kovic or whatever his name is, yeah. um, is not that, <laughs> um, the what? Bobby Kotick, yeah. he's the he's yeah. the like the picture they paint of him oh. is probably not a charitable. No, but, but I mean, I mean, I know a lot of like these CEOs and stuff do have like charitable charitable contributions to things. But why not charitable contributions to your employees? But and- also, yeah, remember the Panama Papers. Remember this from a couple of years ago when all of a sudden the world realized that everybody that is rich is literally just funneling money Back into off banking, yeah. like offshore banking, yeah. so that nobody knows they have it, so yeah. that the government can't take it. Or Swiss accounts and stuff and like, like that. And it's like, yeah. like mm. well, no, it's, it's, I don't know. It's business. It's what people do, which is, it's a, it's, it's a, so it's a scummy shitty. thing, but, you know. Wait, what can you do? Because obviously there, there's, I mean, you gotta take the good with the bad. That's bad. I'm not, I'm like, don't blur my words, but it's bad that they're, <laughs> they have all this money while they're losing 800 employees. Yeah. That's... But you gotta keep in mind, a lot of these CEOs and these probably businesses is they're one of probably the only few people who actually could do that job. 
See, I I don't know about that. I see. I maybe I, but I feel like a lot of people that are at that level understand things that the average person just. I think like like CEOs definitely like they have like, and I'm not. I would never say that they probably didn't work their way up. Yeah. Right. Like, but at the same time, like nobody needs that much money. No. Period. I mean, I'd be happy with just like. A good, like, 50 grand or something. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to make 50 grand one year. That sounds great. Um, I would love to make, like, even 40 or 30. <laughs> but, I mean, like, and I don't know. I like, mean, but you're you're still starting out at this point, I think. Oh, well, I not know. really. I've been in the professional workforce. I guess you have been for probably a little longer. five years. Because you did graduate the first time. Still a new thing for me, but... Five, six years now, I've been in the professional workforce. But I'm probably, probably going back to school here. So, <laughs> to hate my life, uh, to just push those student loans off a little bit longer. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to put on a lot of student loans for. That's that's the best thing about going back to school. <laughs> yeah. Is well, deferring student loans. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to put on a lot for. Which mine kicked back in. Uh, probably soon yes it's <laughs> very soon. very soon we're almost, like in a couple days soon oh really okay I'm like, like we're actually which is weird i'm we're almost like liana is probably different for you because you have you graduated twice but i'm almost to like the point where i've been graduated from college for one year and i'm actually like <laughs> you graduated in december huh no oh wait no what in oh no may. In may yeah but it's oh my God. it's march in two days Ooh. march march no i know so the fact that like there's already like two months left of this semester and then people are graduating. Jesus, that scares me for like just thinking about like well, cause, my yeah, you're, semester. You're teaching and like you actually, this actually directly affects oh, you. God. Um, it's weird to me. Like I feel like I just graduated because I, I even tell people, oh, I just graduated oh, last May because now there's already been another graduating class since I've graduated from Boise State. Um, yeah. And now there's about to be two and I'm like, well, that's not in counting like I graduated in the summer, so there was another graduating class. That's right. The weird, <laughs> the weird summer grads. That's right. Because you're like, I graduate now. That was so funny when you texted me. Oh, yeah. No, I was like. You're like, oh, I can graduate because you were supposed to be in for like, like another, another year or yeah. something. <laughs> uh, but anyways, moving on. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and then after uh, that has come out um, and maybe actually a little bit before. Uh, rumors started swirling and reports that ArenaNet was going to lay off a large part of their workforce. Is that Blizzard? Um, or- no, ArenaNet is. Oh God, I can't remember the company they're under, but they're out of Seattle. They do Guild Wars. Okay. So like Guild Wars Two was their last big release. Oh my gosh! So I was talking about like I was talking to Colby. Yeah, Colby plays Guild Wars <laughs> religiously, but I was talking to Jason about it. And apparently, Colby jumped on Guild Wars, and guess who was online that messaged him? Grant's mother. Oh right, no, <laughs> she, we talked about that the other she night. Has she has played like, Guild Wars every day since yeah. it came out six years. Yeah, totally. Ago. Mm-hmm. Like. She's one of those people who literally plays Guild Wars every single day. It's I find it so funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm like it's their own, but I know it's, yeah, it's, it's so, great. It's great to be honest. But ArenaNet uh, announced that they were uh, going to have massive layoffs. Uh, the numbers were not known, um, and actually, so this happened. 
really the better part of a week ago. Um, and I think people are just kind of now finding out if they actually got laid off. Um, I follow some people that work for arena net on like Twitter, um, that have come out and say like, Oh, like my job is safe. Um, but still like I hurt for everybody who it isn't. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, the, I guess the good thing out of it, uh, is, uh, they all got two months paid severance. See that at least, at least it was handled that way versus uh, like, versus, uh, bye, bye, get your shit out. Cause that's, that's a standard way of like, when you like lose your job is, you know, yes, here's a severance to get you by while you find a new job will be a reference for you kind of thing. Yep. And versus, cause I feel like I've talked about this a lot is all the layoffs we talk about. They never get severances, mm-hmm. which I'm sure the company especially Activision Blizzard, had money to give these people probably severance yeah. pay for at least a little bit to help them find another job. Yeah. I don't yep. know. Because that's... That's just, like, that's just standard work. That's just like, standard work. You know, people lose their job every day. It happens. And not even in the gaming industry. All over for any other industry. Um, but you, yeah, you'd hope that, you know, you get that severance. You get that, you know three months of pay yeah or something and just so to give you to bide you time because it's not easy to get a job right away unless you go and take a fry cook job at any right, restaurant totally. i mean don't get me wrong there's always jobs that you can get hired on that day if you want to take that job the problem well, is sometimes you, like yeah. it's actually I think pretty the hard is, to get the problem jobs. Is, yeah i guess so but the problem is if like if you are coming from this professional business where you have this skill set you don't it's, want to settle for anything like less right, than what you, don't you are lay, currently right. doing. Well, and beyond that, it's like if you have this skill set, like it's, it, and I actually have this conversation all of the time, like uh, because you know, again, I don't make great money, and like I guess I understand that I'm not making great money. I wish I was making better, but like. I could drop all of this and go work somewhere else and I would instantly make probably 15, 20 grand more a year than I do now. But it would literally be leaving the industry that I know and love. Mm-hmm. Um, You're talking about different jobs. Like I remember you kind of talking about something. Like yeah. This. But like, and that's the thing, like it's, it's a bummer because you know, like I have been training and I am skilled in this and there's absolutely no reason that I shouldn't be able to make a living in that skilled workforce um, because it's still a service that people are looking for and need. Um, and I guess games is the same thing. Uh, and so if layoffs happen, like, like it get, just saying, oh, just settling with the idea that, oh, like I'm, I guess I'm done with video games is a bummer because there's obviously a need and a want out there for your skills. I mean, it's a billion dollar industry. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I would want to believe that the majority of these people will get back on their feet and get hired on by another studio. Yeah. I mean, I would hope because you know, I, if you have that skill set, people are still like, like you said, like they're going to be looking for people who have these skills theoretically. And so you'd hope that, you know, Obviously, not everyone's going to, and a majority, some of these people will probably change their career paths because of this, and maybe this was like the last straw for them. Like, you know, I'm done. I'm going to go do something else. 
Yeah, and I will go back say, to school or something. Yeah, I will say one of the the great things that comes out every time one of these happens is like the rallying cry from like other game developers who are like, "Oh, we've got a position." Uh, well, or that's like a, listing boards. That's of what I'm like, saying. Like, it's like why these are the people that so, lost their jobs, so, and these are yeah, the jobs like, that are open. And with being the game, as we we call it, the gaming community is like then like you know developers like you know I mean obviously this happened in California, but like. People in like Bethesda in Maryland could like, you know, hey, we're we got some positions you want them or if you want to come move to Maryland or, you know, go to New York for your work for Ubisoft and right. stuff like that. Like you would think that there'd be like a band of other companies like, hey, we have a couple spots open if you're willing to relocate, which I'm sure some of these people are. Yeah, totally. I mean, it always sucks if you have a family and stuff. Yeah, or, it's hard. But, you know, you you know, know signed a long term lease and like all that stuff sucks. But but, you know. Even but even in the Bay Area, California, there's probably a ton of developer developing jobs. And I wouldn't even say necessarily video game developing jobs, but other developer jobs that these people probably are qualified to do. Totally. And end up might making more money. Um Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, good old startups. Uh yeah. So anyways, we're gonna move on. Yes. Uh can we can we so uh the Razor news. game store has officially shut shut down. What has? The Razor Game Store. Razor had a game store? Yes. So they launched a game store in April of last, <laughs> last year. year. Uh, so remember, year. because Razor went out of business and then they came back yeah. and like, lols, no, we're just rebranding. Well, I mean, they, uh, probably, they probably filed a whatever bankruptcy right. and restructured uh, the business and probably something like that. It's what, it's what businesses do. All right. And so they opened a game store as part of that uh, where they sold like Steam and Origin keys and stuff like that. Was it a physical game store? Or like no, it was on it was computer. online. Yeah, I was, about, I was about to say, I'm like, and yeah, and so basically, they they've announced that they're shutting down. Uh, they announced this last week, uh, and then we're like, oh, you've got until the end of the month to redeem your Steam keys if you have them. So, if you're one of the five people. <laughs> That I didn't, things from the razor. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't either until like I guess I like I remembered it, but like when I read this, I was like, oh yeah, huh. huh. I guess that happened. Well, that's weird. Um, so they're just closing down the store. They're not going yes. out of business again. No, Razor is still doing business, and like and like it's Razor as in like peripherals, yes. like high end peripherals now. Yes, which Jason's mouse is not working. It's a Razor. He should send that back. Yeah. He's having issues with it. It like just stops working. <laughs> Weird. Oh, yeah. Like it'll like stop working for like 10 seconds and then just go back. I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate. He's like, yeah, it's a, I don't think it's even a year old. Maybe mm-hmm. you should uh, look into that. You should oh look my into gosh. That so warning. I turned on my TV when I got back from work today and a notification popped up and it says, if you bought a Vizio between, I think it was like May of or even April 2014 to such and such 2018, you might be entitled for some money for a class action lawsuit. Uh-huh. And I was like thinking, I'm like, when did I get this computer? And honestly, I, or the TV, I think I bought it in like that period. I think I bought it right before I moved here or I was already living here at the time, but that was 2014 when I moved here. It was September 2014. Mm. So I don't know. I think I fall in that period. And then it's like, you might be entitled to 13 to $31. Yep. I was like, nah, not worth it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of those are like that. It just, I don't know, it just kind of cracked me up. Like, they're like, I don't even know what the issue was even for. My TV works great. I love this TV and I don't plan on getting rid of it for. Yeah. 
Whatever. At least a couple more years until maybe the 4K consoles come out. I guess they kind of have come out, but like the next gen of consoles come out, which is probably next year. <clears throat> eh, then maybe we'll I'll see. maybe I'll do like a 4K or even if 8K. Oh my gosh, did you see? I think it was 8K TV that came out. It was Samsung. Sure, whatever. Fifteen thousand yeah, dollars. I was like, this is stupid. And then there's like the 217 inch the wall. The wall TV. was good. I mean, I would get the wall, but it's great. I don't know how much it is though. I'm sure it's stupid expensive. And I'm sure your power bill is oh stupid my gosh, expensive. Can you imagine. No, this TV's been great. It's just, you know, good old 10 But you can get $13 for it. Uh, so... I know. I, I think I would get rewarded 13 to $31. And I, I'm like, is it worth it? I'm like, yes. Uh, so uh, let's talk about some Fortnite. How about that? Love. So Fortnite's in the news yet again. Uh, oh my God, I was, this I was one, listening to Bob and Tom. That's what I listened to in the morning. And they were talking about Fortnite. Oh, yeah. No, Epic is suing another person. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh but this one is like also like yeah they probably should okay they're a new and uh, they announced that they are going to sue the organizers of the Fortnite live festival so that wasn't by nope, epic at all that took place in norwich uh a that just city happened, in the right? uk yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple weekends ago the festival uh i was didn't they, in didn't they charge money for people to play the game yes so i'll get there so this festival was a quote-unquote epic fail it was like the fry festival sorry. yeah the fire, the fire festival, festival. yeah, so yeah like, basically so, so it's uh, the fire festival of the video game world so people went and uh paid money to go to this uh fortnite live festival mm-hmm. that wasn't licensed by epic at all nobody had any like contact with epic um they had no rights to use the name the likeness anything yeah um, and they had this festival where they sold time on computers to for play kids game. to play that they could be playing at home for free. Um, there was a climbing wall. Um, uh, so you yes. could climb. Uh, as far as I know, there was only one of them. There were. That's right. And it was like the line was so long because it only let like you only could have like four kids at right. a time. That's so right. there I was, saw this. There was an archery uh is all the station. same thing. Like, There's only like enough for like four people at yep. a time. Uh and, and how many so, like, it wasn't like a thousand people there or something. Something like yeah. that. Like or even more. And so uh the owner said that eight of his nineteen staff did not turn up. <laughs> so first of all, nineteen staff uh is was bad enough but then eight of them did it so you show have 11 up. people and so they said that it was completely understaffed um people like came from out of town and then left um so basically fire festival yeah on a much smaller scale i mean they didn't fly but, the bahamas and they get hit <laughs> right. by like raging storms and right get served like ration food right um, and so uh which, have you watched those documentaries i watched one of them because there's one on netflix i, I watched Hulu, the one right? on netflix i heard i wonder i heard it's good they are good. Yeah, because I know, I know there was good. one on, on both services, yes. so I kind of want to check both of them out. Yes. Maybe we'll see a, a documentary about this one here. Maybe. So, yeah. So, Let's make uh, it. How about we'll make it? Yeah, there we go. Uh, so, anyways, uh, they're getting sued by Epic because they didn't license any of this. That's good. And they're like, yo, you, you can't do this. Um, <laughs> so, there's that. Uh, so, Epic is suing uh, people again. Whatever. They're, uh, they're going to win. They should. They should. They should. Like, this is, like, bad. I, I'm sure the person, like, this company doesn't have 
the funds to fight anything. No, it'll just be like a settlement pay. Yeah. Like, hey, even give, then, they probably give don't. us the money from this event and we'll call it good or yeah. whatever. Um, and so we've got one last news story. Okay. And probably the biggest one of the week. Um, arguably the b- biggest one of the week. Um, sad, but also hopeful. Um, I'm so excited to hear it. Reggie's retiring. I know. Okay, I did see this. Duh. And uh, Bowser's taking over. Yeah. So what? Uh, what as of as of April fifteenth, Reggie will no longer be president of I, uh, Nintendo, Nintendo America. America. Uh, Doug Bowser is going to take over his place. Um, and which is funny. So what? When, how is the, what is the like the ironic? What are the chance right? that so, the guy taking over Nintendo's name is? bowser right and so the funny thing is is a couple years ago when he came on board because he's been in the finance office um and i think he's the vice president of finance uh which is what reggie did Mm -hmm. before he became president um and so uh when they announced him uh they posted a picture of him holding a sign that says thanks for the warm welcome yeah uh and in the background mario and luigi are tied up uh, and it's just, just super stupid, but they're definitely going to play into the whole Bowser, Bowser thing. thing. Because Absolutely. Like, why wouldn't they, you? How could you not? I mean, it's the mi- biggest villain out of it, like, of honestly, almost any game series. And yeah. You're named. You're named it. Named it. Like, what is the chance that you were named Bowser? I don't know, but it's perfect. Like, the stars aligned for this. Yeah, I know. Um, it's sad to see Reggie go. It I'm is. Gonna, I'm gonna, like I said on my, I think I, I posted in the group chat. Like I was in shock when I read that. I was like, what? Yeah. Like, what am I going to do without looking at Reggie's dead eyes and in, in, in a, a direct? Yeah. Like I, I don't, I mean, Reggie filled this role for over a decade. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's but, weird, but he, so the thing that I will always say is he handled everything gracefully and with like ease and poise. I think he did a great job. Like, like the man never seemed unfazed about anything. Mm-hmm. He was always professional. No, like he, when he would get up on stage to talk, like he would, he would play into his like massive build and like, like the my body is ready thing. Yeah, right. And like he, he knew that he was gonna be a meme, and they played into that. Um, and how old is he? Do you know? I don't. It, it, part of his thing was saying, uh, "I'm gonna go spend some time with my family." And I my get kids. that. He's like I my mean, wife he's probably made enough money. Where oh, he, I'm sure. And well, beyond that, I'm sure retire. it's like a super stressful job. Oh. I'm sure there's lots of hours and stuff. I will say that you know we talk a lot of shit about a lot of developers, um, and even though they can't get online correct. Um, Nintendo has always been a pretty damn good company. I think, yeah. Oh, it, like, um, and especially the, I, I think especially the Nintendo America has done a, a phenomenal job. I know there are some issues with like the Tokyo or Japanese one. Well, I, especially with like posting stuff online, <laughs> like in YouTube and stuff like that, like game reviews. Yeah, and, they're they're and, always weird about like protecting which, their IP, which they've they've now gotten out of that. Thankfully, they've they've evolved and realized how important like a Twitch stream can be for their games, or like just a simple YouTube review of their games, because they're putting out good games right now. Right, I don't well, think Nintendo's the- they haven't had a, a since the Switch has launched, they haven't really had a bad 
like like the Nintendo like first party game. Yeah. Like honestly, I mean, Mario Odyssey is great. Uh Zelda is great. I mean, Mario Party was Mario Party. Yeah. Um, this is always bad. Always bad. Mario but, Kart is the best Mario Kart they've ever done. Yeah, and then like in Smash is phenomenal apparently. It's a yeah, it's, Smash, it's Smash, but it's you know, yeah, the, it's the biggest Smash they've ever done. And and I like mean, that's not like that's not a direct thing to him. But right, I, as a I person, think well, I but, think he's got his had his hands in some oh, of for this sure. stuff. And the fact that Nintendo outsold the PlayStation last year. The Switch outsold the PlayStation last year. I think the Switch outsold everything. That's what I'm saying. The Switch out the longest. Well, because the like, PlayStation had the top spot of the best selling console. I think the since PS3, it launched, right? Or the PS4? Like which one? The PS4. Okay. Because it outsold the PS4 in the, the year of 2018, which is crazy to think. Because especially when the Switch first came out, there was like a shortage of them. Right. In 2017, but now in the year 2018, they obviously they were stocked and ready to go. It out, I mean, it beat all the consoles in the holiday season, and then it came out that it actually outsold every console that year. So Nintendo's doing incredibly well. I'm probably weeks away from buying a Switch for myself. Yes, totally. So I'm hoping to hear something about this hardware upgrade. Dang it. Yeah. Because knowing my luck, I'm going to buy it. And then the week after, Direct's going to show up of a new uh, Switch. Yeah, probably. Um. Yeah, but it, it's really sad to see Reggie go. I know. Um, he he has been such an important figure. Like since I have like really gotten into this thing, he has always been like a huge figure, um, metaphorically speaking and physically speaking. Yes. So, uh, how tall is he? I wonder. I, I don't know. He just, seems like a really tall guy. He seems like a really tall guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it's it's a bummer to see him go. But also, I think he's leaving like a really super positive legacy. Well, I think yeah, and it's like he's not being like fired, or like right, he's, he's totally. retiring. He's just stepping down. He's just, you know, he might still have. He probably has stake in the company still. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, well, and uh, he he posted or they posted a video um, of him thanking the fans uh, and stuff, and it was really heartfelt. It was a really feel good video, and he's six one. Six one. It's actually not as tall as I thought. No. So just just a little taller than me. Yeah. I'm going to his Wikipedia. <laughs> he's fifty seven. I mean, he's around the age of retiring. Yeah. I mean the average is sixty five. Little had that. I think he's probably made enough money to be okay. Yeah. So uh from the Bronx, man. Yeah. He's straight up. <laughs> Uh, this one's to you, Reggie. So yeah, this one's to you, Reggie. Uh, thank you for all the good memories. Uh, 1983, till present is where he apparently working for a uh, Nintendo America. It's pretty good. Good career. That is a good career. Or uh, I guess no, 2003. But he's been years active since 83. Huh. Okay. Still, that's a long time. It is a long time. Uh, I guess 83 with Nintendo doesn't make sense because... Uh, I mean, technically, Nintendo as a company has been around since like 1898 or something, but it obviously wasn't for video games. Right. But it, Nintendo I, actually actually has been around... I know this in my, for some weird, in my head, some weird reason. So, but anyways, so uh, that's all I've got for news. Uh, yep. Except founded 1889 of September. 129 years ago. Right. Nintendo. That's when the first console came out. <laughs> it, it was rocks. <laughs> they had electricity in 1898. 
I wouldn't say regularly available. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, when when does electricity? When was Edison? Like when did I would he... say around this time? Okay, I'd say it's more like eighteen seventy ish. All right, now we are we are so off track, but no, now, now I'm interested. Okay, so hold on. When so find out. When, uh, like, Tesla and Edison were battling for electricity. So, in 1876, Edison established his first laboratory facility in New Jersey. Okay. Uh, so, let's see. Which is where he, quote-unquote, designed the light bulb. Yeah, where he stole it from Nikola Tesla. Right. Allegedly, but he uh, did. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> he stole everything He stole Tesla. everything from Tesla and Tesla. He stole everyone, everything from, from everyone. everyone like. And then they all went and killed themselves. But he's uh, apparently a very historical person that we shouldn't talk bad about. Edison was a dick. Um, Edison? Oh, yeah. Edison's a terrible person. I know. Like, I'll grow- talk shit about like, him growing all the time. Up, he's one of the people, like, like you realize how, like, they, like... He's a horrible human how being. How they, like, just, like, t- tone school. Like, in school, you, like, you like re- re- like regard Thomas Edison as, like, the oh, smartest man. Fucking revered th- uh, Christopher Columbus, too. He was a child rapist. Everyone was on, high on Columbus then, okay? <laughs> South Park, right? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, so, uh... But then you realize Nikola Tesla was the genius that yeah. he's, he pretty much stole the basis of everything. And Tesla was years ahead of his time. Well, and Tesla so is still like, so when we get into electricity, you mm-hmm. have AC and you have DC. Yeah. So AC was Tesla. Alternate current. Uh, yeah. yeah. And DC, direct current, was Edison. Uh, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you, like, if you think about how we get electricity... AC, it's AC is usually uh, all of our small electronics run on DC power because they all usually have a battery, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you have you can't plug your phone directly into a wall socket because you have to convert the AC to DC power. Um, but all of our homes are wired with AC electricity, uh, and it's so much easier to send long distance currents that way. So I, I watched this documentary um, years ago. I, I think it's actually on History Channel. When History Channel put out good content, it was about Edison and Tesla. Uh-huh. And it Tesla, you know, comes out with the AC like thing, and then so you know Edison's sticking with the DC. And uh, Tesla wanted to, sh- or not Tesla, Edison wanted to show how bad alternating current was, and so he made an electric chair yes. out of AC when they're normally direct current because it's just right into you. So. Uh, he did it with the alternating current to show how bad it, and like essentially tortured this guy in front of a live audience and like burnt him alive versus where it just zaps him and kills right. him instantly but it backfired and everyone's like Edison's a horrible terrible person and then <laughs> um, and completely ignored the fact that it was alternating current and just so Edison was linked to direct current so that's why um, alternating current just like exploded not yeah. in a bad way, like that's probably a bad term there. But like, why people jumped on the board for alternating current because they 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 correlated Edison to burning a man alive in the electric chair, and he is pushing direct current, and and obviously they at the time like were putting up alternating current lights and direct current lights in the wattage and stuff right. was far greater on alternating yeah. current. So it's just it was just kind of interesting, and honestly, it's like just funny to like so uh how far are you in red dead 2 <laughs> uh i've met that guy okay but cool. every time i go to do go to his laboratory up top like the tesla laboratory he's like 
the mission's there. I ride my horse there. And when I get there, it's never there. The mission disappears. Oh, like the, weird. The side mission. It's happened like four times. Oh, I can't weird. do the second mission with him. So I did the boat thing in the pond blowing yes, up. the boat. And yeah. I, I can't do this because I, I know well, it's Well, the like, boat's a different person. I no, think. it's the same guy. It's the inventor guy. Oh, the Draco, okay. whatever. And then because he, he says, meet me in my laboratory up north. Of course, it's like way up north, like the farthest north in the map point in the map. Uh, oh, yeah. No, this is a different person. Then who are you thinking of? So there's a, there's a professor uh in in saint denis yeah oh uh, that guy who well, you is, get all the moonshine for yes you get okay, the moonshine I, okay, because he's working one. on an engine yes uh you run into him again and you do the electrical chair yes thing. that was so funny yes yeah, so he he throws somebody onto an electric chair and the guy doesn't die instantly yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes, did I did do that? It that was, was good. It was a nice little touch. So that I think he, I think that's the joke is they're making him look like the yep. medicine guy, and then the other guy, the actual genius inventor, is like the uh, Tesla guy. Yeah. Anyways, so I think that does it for us. Way to tie uh, it into video games. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Proud there of you. Are. I can tie you just about anything into video oh, games. I, I, I'm aware. I've done this. I've done <laughs> how many episodes with you on this? I, I'm aware. Uh, yeah, so now 56. We now did it. We just finished 56. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, you know where to follow us. Uh, Spell Radio on just about everything. Just about. Uh, I think I'm going to go take a nap. So, uh, nap? You yeah. mean just go to bed? What do you. I don't know. It's, I sleep weird, okay? Yeah, I don't know. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so uh, we will be back uh, hopefully next week. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you then.